When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. A team at UW-Madison has a plan to turn plant waste into plastic. Some of the goals are to cut greenhouse gas emissions and create economic opportunities in rural Wisconsin. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Professor Shannon Stahl joins us. He's affiliated with the Wisconsin Energy Institute. They got $4 million from the U.S. Department of Energy for this project. Shannon says they're trying to turn the plant component lignin into nylon, but they have to do it at roughly the same cost as the fossil fuel version at only a fraction of the pollution. Essentially, the idea is that we live in an economy that is driven by petrochemicals. And so petrochemicals essentially are the source of almost all of our commodity products and personal products that we generate. And there's a long-standing interest now as we've been trying to transition from a petrochemical economy into a bioeconomy where we could use plant-based material, which is obviously renewable and takes CO2 out of the atmosphere rather than pulling it out of the ground and spewing it into the atmosphere. And so the idea is that we could help in the decarbonization effort within the chemicals industry by using plant-based feedstocks, and ultimately they would be renewable. And so the ultimate goal is to create a circular economy where you can grow new plants, use them for our materials, and then they can return uh, in a biodegradable way to the earth. The intent here is to take things, much of the petrochemicals in the chemical industry are used to make all the polymers around us. You know, so many of our personal products, all of our components at home are made of plastics, our automobiles increasingly made of plastic-based materials. These are all coming from petrochemicals right now. I just want to clarify, a petrochemical is essentially fossil fuel. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. So, you know, it could be coal-based, it could be uh, petroleum, so crude oil, could be natural gas. And so these are all essentially fossil reserves that have built up over millions of years. And so the idea is that we are pulling them out of the ground in a very short window of, of history. And now they become the materials that we use. And then they become, you know, in, in, in an energy sense, we're burning them and, and just generating CO2. But we also have, say, 10% of our energy actually goes into the chemicals industry. And so there's a lot of uh, interest in decarbonizing the chemicals industry. And so this is, this is essentially a an effort to use plant-based materials, both as a feedstock, but also to reduce the energy requirement to make these products. And so there's kind of a two-pronged effort related to replacing petrochemicals. The specific one in this project is a molecule called adipic acid, which is the building block that we use in nylon products. Many different types of materials use nylon. And so this is a way of using what is currently a waste plant product as a building block to create this building block for nylon materials. What plants does it come from? All plants, especially trees, corn, you name the feedstock or the, the, the plant source, um, is going to have three main components. It's going to have cellulose, hemicellulose, and lignin. And so we know cellulose because in the paper pulp industry, of course, you know that's the basis for paper. And the lignin is actually a waste product that's then just burned for energy, but it's a very dirty material when you burn it, and so it also creates a lot of pollution. And so the intent here is to say, no, let's not use the lignin just as a fuel. Let's use it as a building block that we could then use as a feedstock into the chemicals industry. So that's essentially what we're doing in this project is kind of trying to leverage this material that's currently a waste product in the paper pulp industry 
and see if we could leverage it as a, a building block for this plastic output. Is it a complicated process to turn plant byproducts into plastic? Can you give us a very simple, the simple steps into how that happens? It's complicated because if it was simple, we'd be doing it because there's a lot of motivation to replace petrochemicals. And so it's not a trivial process. The basic problem right now is that we know how to do it, but it's not cost effective to replace. Petrochemicals comes, you know, we have an entire industry that's been built on this uh, over a century plus that knows how to take crude oil, put it on a tanker, bring it into the Gulf Coast. They then process it. And basically everything coming out of the crude oil gets turned into valuable materials. The hope is that we can develop a bioeconomy that does the exact same thing with a renewable plant source, like some source of trees or some other plant-based material. Could be, could be you know, corn stover, for example. But the idea is, is that we can do it, but we can't compete with petrochemicals right now. And so part of the project here is to validate one cost-effective pathway for one component. So, you know, this is a multi-pronged effort across many different research groups. We just have one project for example, in this Department of Energy program. But, of course, this is a massive effort worldwide. Let me just give you a quick outline, essentially, of what happens, you know, if you really want to do this. And so the idea is to build up a biorefinery model, very similar to the petrochemical model, where you would take in a plant source into a refinery, and you would come up with some way of partitioning the plant material into the individual components. So there are basically three components, again, cellulose, hemicellulose, and, and lignin. Those oses, if you will, those are sugars. But these sugars, we have relatively good processes to convert that into value-added products. This lignin has been a long-standing challenge. And so part of this project is to identify one strategic opportunity that could be an anchor for broadening the utility of lignin in a biorefinery model. Lignin, again, that third component that you're trying to find a a more valuable use for through plant-based plastics But it sounds like, too, Shannon, this could be an opportunity, an economic opportunity for Wisconsin agriculture. There is a component of this project that is basically looking at where we could site facilities to do this process uh, in ways like there have been a lot of pulp and paper mills that have been shut down. And maybe this could be a facility that could go into some of those communities and turn into, you know, an economic benefit uh, would be the ideal scenario. It's a long-term effort, uh, to be sure, but we do have a a key team member, uh, and this is where it gets outside my domain of expertise, that's looking at kind of these economic drivers and how this could be slotted into industries that have kind of gone down over uh, the last several decades, like the paper pulp industry, for example. When we talk about the the bioeconomy versus the petrochemical economy, who is driving that motivation to move to a bio economy? Is it the consumer? Is it the manufacturing industry? Or is it politics? What's putting the pressure on uh, supporting this type of movement? I'll share my own thoughts. Uh, you know, there, there's many different uh, motivations. Obviously, we've got, there's a climate problem, right? I mean, we're, we're experiencing all kinds of, of climate disasters around the, the world and, and a lot of this is being attributed to climate change. And so there's definitely political pressure, but that comes down to the consumer. You know, the people want action somehow to start addressing this. And the question is, what tangible ways can we do so? The problem right now is it's challenging to, to move this forward without some sort of external motivation, because 
it's not economically viable right now. And so we need new technologies. And part of what we're trying to do is to create those economically viable technologies that could start to compete with petrochemicals. Because, like I said, we have a century-plus set of technologies and, and chemical plants that have been built up to use fossil fuels. The consumer is increasingly demanding action, right? I mean, you can see this manifested in things like soda bottles that are claiming to be derived from plant-based material. And so increasingly, there's, there is a, a consumer-based motivation, but it's, you know, the funding right now is coming from federal sources. Part of the motivation of these grants is to initiate startup companies that could start to start changing uh, the way people view chemicals production. And so if those can get a toehold, that could be the basis for new economic opportunity. The advantage is it's going to target the Midwest. You know, I think, you know, those of us who are in the Midwest, it's going to be, you know, this is where we have a lot of our agriculture. And so there's a, there's a lot of opportunity, I think, for us to view this as a strategic opportunity to kind of impact uh, the communities around us. Can you give me an example of a plant or farm waste product that could go into this lignin nylon process? One is clearly the forestry industry. You know, so all of the the logging operations, you know, in the northern part of Wisconsin and Michigan and other states, you know, are essentially right now supplying many different industries, obviously for the lumber, but also for the pulp and paper industry to, to a lesser extent. And I think this could potentially stimulate even further growth in the, the forestry uh, logging type operations because trees that essentially have a good growth pattern that basically could be a source of feedstock, a renewable feedstock essentially for this industry would certainly be one. That would be the, one of the most direct. The other one is the cellulosic ethanol industry, right? We had some Midwestern plants that were trying to make ethanol from, rather than using the food-based corn, using corn stover and other materials. And some of those plants failed for many reasons. One of the challenges is the fact that there was no value out of this lignin. And so this could be a piece that starts to take some of those corn-based agricultural products and turn them into more value. So that would be another opportunity. Shannon Stahl along with us. He's a UW-Madison professor of chemistry who is leading this project. His team is looking at how to turn plant waste components into plastic, but they've got to do it at the same cost as petrochemicals and with less greenhouse gas emissions. As he said, this could generate agribusinesses in rural Wisconsin. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.